Chapter 5 of The Domestic Slave Trade of the Southern States by Winfield H. Collins. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 5 The Kidnapping and Selling of Free Negroes into Slavery. Virginia, as early as 1753, enacted a law against importation of free Negroes for sale and stealing of slaves. In 1788, another law was passed against kidnapping. It recited that several evil-disposed persons had seduced or stolen children or mulatto and black free persons, and that there was no law adequate for such offenses. This law made the penalty for such a crime very severe. Upon conviction, the offender was to suffer death without benefit of clergy. North Carolina had already, 1779, enacted a law with the same penalty against stealing slaves and kidnapping free negroes the other southern states which had laws against kidnapping are alabama maryland mississippi missouri florida south carolina arkansas tennessee louisiana georgia delaware however had the most interesting as well as very severe laws against kidnapping that of 1793 required that anyone guilty of kidnapping or of assisting to kidnap free negroes or mulattoes should be whipped with thirty-nine lashes on the bare back and stand in the pillory with both of his ears nailed to it and when he came out to have their soft parts cut off in eighteen twenty six the penalties were made even more severe a thousand dollars fine pillory one hour to be whipped with sixty lashes upon the bare back to be imprisoned from three to seven years at the expiration of which he was to be disposed of as a servant for seven years and upon second conviction to suffer death in eighteen thirty one congress passed a law to prevent the abduction and sale of free negroes from the district of columbia it is quite evident from these laws that kidnapping was a very common crime it does not appear however that they prevented it even as early as eighteen seventeen it was estimated by tory who seems to have made a study of the subject that several thousand legally free persons were toiling in servitude having been kidnapped free negro children were the ones who were most liable to be kidnapped for the reason probably that they were easier managed and less likely to have about them proofs of their freedom though sometimes indeed even white children whether being mistaken for negroes or not were stolen and sold into slavery more than twenty free colored children were kidnapped in philadelphia in eighteen twenty five it is stated that some persons gained a livelihood by stealing negroes from the towns of the north and carrying them to the south for sale statements similar to the following are often to be met with in the papers published in slavery times four negro children eighteen seventeen nine and five years respectively first two girls last two boys were kidnapped and carried off from gallatin county illinois on the evening of five ultimate the father was tied while the children were taken away the kidnapping gang is regularly organized and is increasing the members are well known but cannot be punished on account of the disqualification of negroes as witnesses
about midnight on the twenty seventh of september a party of eight or ten kentuckians broke into the house of a mr powell in cass county michigan while he was absent they drew their pistols and bowie knives and dragged his wife and three children from their beds and bound them with cords and hurried them off to their covered wagons and started post-haste for kentucky probably kidnapping was carried on even more extensively in the slave states themselves the liberator quoting from the denton journal in eighteen forty nine says three free negro youths a girl and two boys were kidnapped and taken from the county with intent to sell them to the south they had been hired for a few days by mr james t wooters near denton for the ostensible purpose of cutting cornstalks after being a day or two in mr wooter's employ they suddenly disappeared inquiry being set on foot it was after some days discovered that they had been secretly carried through hunting creek towards worcester county thence to virginia we learn that the negroes are now in norfolk they were carried to richmond where they were sold as slaves but were finally recovered notwithstanding the harshness of the delaware laws against kidnapping and the convictions under them the business of kidnapping seems to have flourished there a quotation or two will illustrate two young colored men free-born were stolen from wilmington a few nights ago and taken it is supposed to some of the southern slave markets fifty or sixty persons it is said have been stolen from the lower part of the state in the last six months in eighteen forty the baltimore sun said a most villainous system of kidnapping has been extensively carried on in the state of delaware by a gang of scoundrels residing there aided and abetted by a number of confederates living on the eastern shore of this state while discussing kidnapping in delaware it is very unlikely we should forget to mention probably the most notorious kidnapping gang which the domestic slave trade produced the principal character of the gang and the one from which it seems to have drawn its inspiration and the one from which it took its name was a woman in looks more like a man than a woman patty cannon by name well known by tradition to every delawarean and eastern shore of marylander a son-in-law of hers was hanged for the murder of a negro trader his widow then married one joe johnson who became a noted character in the business of kidnapping through the aid and instruction of his mother-in-law patty cannon johnson was convicted once and suffered the punishment of the lash and pillory the grand jury in may eighteen twenty nine found three indictments for murder against patty cannon but she died in jail may eleven of the same year white kidnappers sometimes used free colored men as tools by means of which to ensnare other free colored men and shared with them the profits of the trade indeed the free colored men seem not to have been much averse in aiding in the enslavement of their brethren they sometimes even formed kidnapping bands of their own and pursued the business without the aid of white men such a gang as this once operated near snow hill maryland it is said to have kidnapped and sent off several hundred free negroes kidnappers devised various schemes for the accomplishment of their purposes some of them no less humorous than infamous 
a man in philadelphia was found to be engaged in the occupation of courting and marrying mulatto women and then selling them as slaves another plan was for one or two confederates to find out the bodily marks of a suitable free colored person after which the other confederate would go before a magistrate and lay claim to the ill-fated negro describing his marks call in his accomplice as witness and so get possession of the negroes probably the most ingenious of all methods of kidnapping was that brought to light in charleston south carolina as related by francis hall the agents were a justice of the peace a constable and a slave dealer a victim having been selected one of the firm applied to the justice upon a shown charge of assault or similar offence for a writ which was immediately issued and served by the constable and the negro conveyed to prison the constable now appears exaggerates the dangers of his situation explains how small is his chance of being liberated even if innocent by reason of the amount of jail fees and other legal expenses but he knows a worthy man who is interested in his behalf and will do what is necessary to procure his freedom upon no harder condition than an agreement to serve him for a certain number of years it may be supposed the negro is persuaded the worthy slave-dealer now appears on the stage the indenture of bondage is ratified in the presence of the worthy magistrate and the constable who shares the price of blood and the victim is hurried on shipboard to be seen no more from the nature of our information concerning kidnapping it is readily seen that we have but little basis for a statistical estimate of the number kidnapped it must have ranged however from a few hundred to two or three thousand annually it appears quite certain that as many were kidnapped as escaped from bondage if not more the liberator alone records nearly a hundred cases of detected kidnapping between eighteen thirty one and eighteen sixty but the number detected probably bears but little relation to the number actually kidnapped as was before shown in the cases mentioned almost whole families were carried off and that in most cases when a discovery was made it was found that the kidnapping gang had been in the business for years End of chapter 5